Welcome to the Kevin White Show. Broadcasting live from the USA. Get ready for a powerful word from God with the encouragement, strength, and comfort you need for today. Come say hello to friends around the world from 163 different countries. Hello. Hello. Thank you for subscribing, commenting, and sharing the show. Kevin White is a best-selling author. His books are available in all formats and multiple languages worldwide, everywhere books are sold. As an international speaker, Kevin has flown over a million miles to 28 different countries and spoken to thousands of audiences around the world. A serial entrepreneur, Kevin has helped start hundreds of churches, businesses, and nonprofits throughout the world. Kevin is CEO of Spirit Media, a full-service and multinational publishing, branding, and marketing company based in the USA. Okay, who's ready to prosper in the presence of God? Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together and help welcome your friend and mine, Kevin White. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Kevin White Show. I am your host, Kevin. I'm coming at you live from the USA. Say hello to family and friends around the world. Let me know where you're watching from. Yes. Hello, everyone. I hope we have friends there. There's one from Nepal. Uh, God bless you, brother. Good to see you. What a great word God has for me to share with you today. There's a brother from Pakistan, Nepal and Pakistan. What is God doing? There is revival all throughout Asia. God bless you. I'm so thankful for everyone. Um, we have friends from India. There's Abby from Manipur, India. We're praying for the state of Manipur and the people there. Um, yes, welcome. Vineet from India. God bless you. Happy birthday. You have a birthday coming up in the next week. Happy birthday to you. Pastor Minaj from Rays of Hope Ministry in Mumbai. Pastor uh, Brother Alicia from Light Home. Dinesh, congratulations. You are a QuickBooks Pro Advisor. I am so uh, thankful for your exam that you passed. Joshua, hello, sir. Namaste. God bless you. Pastor Bernard Shaw, what a great time of prayer we had this morning with you and Victoria. So grateful for you and your friendship. Tracy, how are you? Um, heard you're under the weather yesterday. I hope you're not making yourself sick again today. I'm teasing about that. Tracy and I are uh, friends within Spirit Media. Michael from Nigeria. Are you kidding me? Praise the Lord for everyone watching in Nigeria. Myanmar. Hallelujah. Praise God. We claim Myanmar for the Lord Jesus Christ. There's Rhoda from the Philippines. Mabuhai, everyone. Um, there's a brother from Uganda. Yes. South Africa is being represented. Um, there's Shiresh from India. Namaste. How about people in the USA? We have any friends watching in the USA? There's Glory from India. God bless you, sister. Yes. Uh, Rosine from Philippines. Yeah. We appreciate everyone uh, watching in Thailand and Germany, um, USA, Philippines. Yes. Hallelujah. I'm so grateful for you. Um, we are praying for all 195 nations to know the Lord Jesus Christ. And um, we have a word. Thank you, Dinesh. Yes, we have a word of comfort for you. Raise your hand if you need some comfort today. February the 27th, 
Where is February gone? Uh, maybe, maybe it went very slow for you, but it's like I blinked and it's already February the 27th. Uh, God is doing so many great things. There's Bangladesh, praise the Lord. Um, but do you need a word of comfort today? I do. What about encouragement? Do you feel like you get overloaded with encouragement? No way. Not in our culture today. Like we really live, unfortunately, in a bad news world. Thank God for good news. Jesus brings good news. Today is good news coming to us from the Lord Jesus Christ. Yes. Hallelujah. And um, I'm just wondering, wondering if uh, you have a need for strength today. Anybody need strength from the Lord? Yes. Encouragement, comfort, strength. This is the word of God that is coming to us. And it is a word of strength. You know, we live in a time where you can feel strong and immediately something will happen that makes you feel weak. And if you don't know the truth, you're going to find bondage in weakness. But yet God has given us a word of strength. You and I are confronted with people all around us that are living in darkness, living in weakness, living in discouragement, living in rejection. Today's word is a word you're not going to find another God on planet Earth offering you this word. All throughout India, I've been to India so many times, there are people frantically praying and worshiping to appease their God. He is master. He is ruler. He is dictator. He is requiring them to jump through so many hoops to appease him. Multiple gods. Can you imagine having all of these gods that are requiring all of this religion from you and no friendship? How pathetic could that be? All across the world, there are people that are bowing down to carved idols made of human hands, not the supernatural creator of the universe, that calls you friend. Only the Lord Jesus Christ calls you and I friends. And that is so ironic because the Bible teaches us that we are born enemies of God, that we are born sinners. And it says, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. That is me. I love you, but that is you. Even Billy Graham would testify and Mother Teresa and other believers in the Lord Jesus Christ would tell you there is nothing good in them apart from the forgiveness and grace and love of God. And um, so I want to share a passage of scripture with you. I don't want you just to, to go away from the show and say, wow, Kevin really says a lot about friendship with God. I want you to hear what the Lord Jesus Christ says about friendship with God. Now, if you are living in opposition to his word, you are living like an enemy. But that can be corrected by you calling on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for salvation. You have a choice. People are bowing down to false idols today by the millions around the world. And they have a choice either put their hope into a carved idol, into a carved object, 
or to call upon the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for their salvation. Either you're going to work out your salvation to a Christless eternity, the Bible warns us, or you're going to fall into the arms of the Lord Jesus Christ. And, and yes, there are various relationships with God, um, the one true God, the Lord Jesus Christ. We do appreciate Father God. We do appreciate the Son of God, Jesus Christ. We do appreciate the Holy Spirit. He comes and makes himself known as Savior in our life. When you and I are forgiven of our sin, we thank God for a Savior. But as we grow in a personal love relationship with Him, we begin to understand that He is Lord. And one of the practical realities of Him being Lord is He is Master. We don't just give Him our heart for salvation. We give Him the keys to our house. We give our entire life to Him. We subject ourselves to His Lordship. We come under Him as the Master, the ruler of our life because He's loved us to the point of sending His one and only Son. You know John 3.16, for God so loved that He gave His one and only Son. He loved the whole world, even the people bowing down to false carved idols. He loved, He sent His Son for you and for me, for every one of us. When you know that love, the love of Christ compels you to surrender. Surrender all to Jesus. And so we celebrate that He is Savior. We celebrate that He is Master. We celebrate that He is King, that He is Ruler. But then Jesus in, in John 15 said something so radical. And it's in this context of an intimate love relationship with God. We, he loved us, therefore we love Him. For God so loved the world that He gave His one and only Son. We call upon the name of the Lord Jesus. We experience salvation. Now our sins are forgiven. Now we're made right with God. Now we can come boldly into His presence. Because He did that, we want to give Him complete lordship over our life. As we do that, in that context, He says something radical. And this has changed my life. This fuels my prayer. I thirst for this word, because, for the Bible, because of this one word that he has revealed to us in John chapter 15. We're going to look at John 15 verses 5 through 17 on the rest of the show. Put your hands together for the word of God, okay? And let's just break it down phrase by phrase, all right? The first phrase, John chapter 15, verse 5, is, yes, I am the vine, you are the branches. We talked about this last week. Those who remain in me and I in them will produce much fruit, for apart from me, you can do nothing. And in this You Are series, I have been showing you that the enemy wants you to hear that and feel guilty and like a failure. God wants you to hear this and feel empowered and be reliant on Him. But you know the context of this verse is intimacy, love relationship with Him. And it goes beyond declaring Jesus a Savior. 
It goes beyond declaring God as Father. It goes beyond declaring uh, Jesus as Lord, as Master, surrendering all to Him. In this context, He makes a bold declaration. And so let's look at the second phrase. Anyone who does not remain in me is thrown away like a useless branch and withers. Such branches are gathered into a pile to be burned. We looked at this last week. If you missed the episode, please go back to my YouTube channel and watch the episode on You Are Branches. It is an incredible um, um, episode that shows that God is the hand and we are the glove. And there's an intimacy between the hand and the glove. Let's look at the third phrase. But if you remain in me and my words remain in you, you may ask for anything you want and it will be granted. Now, there are people that love the Lord Jesus Christ, but they deny this verse because there are people that would abuse this verse. They would take this verse out of context and say, if you declare that God loves you enough to give you a jet plane, believe that he will give you a jet plane, you will have a jet plane. Anything God asks you ask God to do, he will do. And what they advocate is a spirit of entitlement, a spirit of bossing God around. In my book, Audacious Generosity, I want you to see a boundary that God put in my very first book that protects us from the corruption of what many refer to as the prosperity gospel. And that is the definition that God's more. This is how to experience, receive, and give more than you ever thought possible. God's more is more of himself and more for himself. Once you solidify that, there is a boundary around you on how you interpret this verse in its biblical context. Put the verse back up there. I want you to really see this because Jesus is about to declare something that will totally knock your socks off if you will allow it. And it will take you to a whole new area, a dimension in your love relationship with him. But look at what he is saying. You may ask for anything you want and it will be granted. And there are people that will argue that, that basically if they were honest to God, they will have ripped that verse out of the Bible. And either extreme is wrong, okay? And I want you to be balanced. I believe God has given a revelation that is absolutely balanced. So let's look at the two opposite extremes. To boss God around with a spirit of entitlement is corrupt. It is greed. It is wrong. That is not what Jesus is about to declare. But to declare that we serve a stingy God, a dictator that cares about himself and not about you, that wants the bottom line and not your well-being is absolutely wrong as well. And so how do you reconcile this? I reconcile it by saying this, and you might turn me off because of what I'm about to say. And that is, if the gospel's not prosperous, why did you call upon Jesus? 
There are people that will deny the prosperity gospel because it can lead to corruption and greed. And that is true. But to say Jesus does not prosper his people is absolutely false as well. And there is something he wants us to hear here. It's not come boss me. It is know me so intimately that you know what to ask for. And when you know me so intimately that you know what to ask for, ask and it will be given to you. Can I get an amen? Can somebody who hears the words of Jesus, not just what Kevin is advocating, but it is in the Bible. If you have ears to hear this in the, in the balanced context of what Jesus is about to declare over us, of who you are, shout amen. Say hello. Give two emojis of raised hands, two hands raised. I mean, I really pray, brothers and sisters in Germany, you've got to hear this. In Thailand, you've got to hear this. Where are the witnesses of God in, of this in India, in Philippines, in the USA, in Nigeria, in Kenya, in Ukraine, in Russia, in Germany? Uh, I'm sorry, Jerusalem, in Israel. There's turmoil all over the world. And Jesus is saying something to the body of Christ. Put the verse back up there one more time before we move away. He says, you may ask for anything you want. Now, there is a context there. He's, we're going to get there. But there, it, you can't rip this out of the Bible. Ask anything you want, and it will be granted. So last week I, I, I said either Jesus is a lunatic, or he is a liar, or he is Lord. And he is about to declare something that turns this verse on. And I want to guard you. I want you to just consider, have you turned this verse off? Have you turned this verse off? in your theology, in your relationship with God. There are believers. I love you. I love people who have taken me to, to um, even wanting to argue and debate this with me. But this is not my word. This is Jesus. Have you allowed anyone to turn this verse off in your understanding of your relationship with God? And I want to encourage you to turn it on and don't let anybody turn it off. Let's look at the, the next phrase. When you produce much fruit, you are my true disciples. And I want you to hear the word when there. We, the enemy comes and says, if, if you produce much fruit, then God will love you. Then God will be pleased. Then you will be declared his disciples. No. As we have been looking at in this series, the UR series, if you've missed any episodes, go back. You need this identity. This, this changes everything. What we're about to get to, this word is so revolutionary. You could look at this word for the next days of 2024, and you will still have more revelation January the 1st, 2025. It never, ever ends what God wants to say to you and me through this word today. But it does not depend upon you to produce. 
That is such good news. I nearly killed myself, my wife, my marriage, my family, trying to produce great things for God. And he taught me a valuable lesson. Kevin, I did not require you to become my slave, my worker. I want you to be the glove. I'll do the work if you will just make your life as a glove available for the hand to come in and do the divine work that only God can do. In my book, Only God Works, we really, we really um, articulate that revelation that the work God wants done is a work only He can do. And He's never asked you to do His work. Please take these books, read them. There is gold from God here based upon the authority of His Word that the vast majority of the body of Christ is oblivious to. Even well-meaning pastors who love the Lord have entered into the call of ministry are absolutely killing themselves for God when only He works. And so this is in the context of it the totally 1,000% dependent upon God. When you produce much fruit, when God does it through you, you are my true disciples. I want you to hear the Holy Spirit say, you are my true disciple. The enemy wants you to turn that off. The enemy doesn't want you to hear what we talked about earlier. God, your king that hung on a cross for the forgiveness of your sins, is saying, as you ask the Father for anything and He does it, and you bear this, He does this through you, you are my true disciples. Look at the next phrase. We're going to make it through this before the end of the show. This brings great glory to the Father. I have loved you even as the Father has loved me. Remain in my love. So we talk about the word abide. Abide on the vine. And it, it goes with remain. And so you might say, I don't get this whole vine and branches thing. What am I to remain in? What does that look like to live a life? Remain. He says, remain in my love. This changes everything. When you woke up this morning, were you in the love of God? Did you see that the world's best father loves you? When you pray your prayers, is it to the one that you were remaining in love with? Remaining in his love for you. Like never let go of the fact that he laid down his life for the forgiveness of your sins. Go into business remaining in His love. Enter into marriage remaining in His love. Take care of your children remaining in, your, in His love. Pray over your bills remaining in His love. There is a difference in praying over a stack of bills, wondering, is God going to come through? And there's a totally different perspective of praying over the stack of bills, knowing, knowing, beyond a shadow of a doubt, Oh, Father, you love me. You're going to take care of this. You have adopted me. With me comes all of my bills. You're going to take care of this. You're going to correct this. You're going to come through. You are faithful. I'm putting my trust in you. Remain in my love. But it gets even better. Look at the next phrase. It says, when you obey my commands, again, when, not if. The enemy will say if. 
you do what God tells you to do. Every world religion is living by an if. If you will feed this false God, if you will chant these prayers, if you will, if you will, if you will. Jesus is the only God in the universe, the one true living God that will say when. Because <laughs> it doesn't depend upon you. Does it depend upon me? It depends upon him. When you obey my commands, you remain in my love. So he takes it a step further. When you remain in my love, what shows that is that you are obeying my commands. He teaches us, go ye therefore and baptize, teaching them to obey everything I have commanded. And that's very important that you and I don't turn the verses off, but we turn them on and we stand on them. You said, ask anything and it shall be done. You are guiding me to ask for the nations. I'm believing you will give the nations. But there's a context here to this. So he says, so just as I obey the Father's commands and remain in His love. So He is bringing us into a momentum. Have you ever watched a snowball build as it rolls down the hill? There's a momentum there. Have you ever watched a ripple effect of a big rock hitting the lake and it causes waves all the way out? There's a momentum there. And He's saying, I'm bringing you into a life where I am obeying the Father and I am always remaining in His love. You know why Jesus performed miracles all throughout his public ministry because he had an, a relationship with God that was based upon love, not upon rejection. I lived as a believer in Jesus under a cloud of rejection for over 20 years, and God broke that. And I understood for the first time that nothing changes his love. Look at the next phrase. It says, and thank you for everyone who prayed over my voice. You hear how strong it is? God has touched me, and I really appreciate your prayers. He says, I have told you these things so that you will be filled with joy. So what's the response here? Oh, my goodness. I just don't know if God's going to come through for me. No. Hallelujah. Like, God so loves me. God has said, ask and it shall be done. God has said he's going to produce great fruit through me. Like if you get this reality, you're going to be overflowing with joy. You're going to be so energized in your worship, in your Bible study, in your prayer, full of joy. Yes, your joy will overflow. Is your cup barely full of praise or are you overflowing with praise today? Can I get a witness of the body of Christ all over the world? 195 nations not being able to contain their phrase that it's just overflowing everywhere they go? Praise the Lord. Can you put it in the chat? Praise the Lord. Let's continue on. Look at the next phrase. This is my command. Love each other in the same way I have loved you. Like, it's a cycle of love. Look at the next phrase. We're going to get to this word today. There is no greater love than this, than one laid down his life for one's friends. There's our word today. You are friends. Look at what Jesus said. You are my friends if you do what I command. Praise the Lord. Continue on. Next phrase. I no longer call you slaves because a master does not confide in his slaves. 
Now you are friends. Will you hear the word of the Lord? You are friend. Since I have told you everything the father told me. So there is a viral progression here. The father downloads to the son. The son downloads to you and I as believers. We, he is the hand. We are the glove. So you can know the mind of God and ask what God is giving you to ask for your family, for your business, for the world. It's so much bigger than you living a life and going to heaven when you die. There is an impact, a destiny, a purpose. And it's in the context of being friends with God. Friends. I want to ask you, if you're not calling upon the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, if you're bowing down to a carved idol, how's it going with your friendship with that God? The Lord Jesus Christ is the only God in all religions of the world that offers a relationship, a friendship. Have you ever heard God say, you are friend? Are you walking in friendship today? Are you entering into friendship today? Are you building your business based upon having time in the presence of God? My second book, Get to the Point, Every guidance and provision you will ever need can be found today in God's presence. This is friendship. We act like we are the ones that bring tea to God and serve him. But God says, no, you are my friend. Sit down. Let us talk. Let me share my mind with you, my purpose with you, my love for people with you. Now go and ask anything from what you're getting in your friendship with me and it shall be done. He says, I no longer call you slaves because a master does not confide in his slaves. Now you are my friends since I have told you everything the father has told me. Let's close out. He says, you didn't choose me, but I chose you and I appointed you to go and bear um, and produce lasting fruit so that the father will give you everything you ask using my name. This is my command. Love each other. You are friend. You're not hostile toward God. God's not hostile toward you. And I just pray that you'll enter into this revelation. So let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for this word. I pray, Father, that you'll give grace to people all over the world, my brothers and sisters around the world, to receive this truth. Don't let us turn your word off. Let us turn it on. Let us stand on it. Let us expect it because you are not a liar. You are not a lunatic. You are Lord. Lord of Lords, King of Kings. And you say, let there be light and there is light. And you say, you are friend and we are friends. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. In Jesus name. And all God's people said, amen. Amen. I love you. I hope that you were given ears to hear what the spirit of God is saying. You are friends. I'll see you back next week here on the Kevin White Show. God bless you all. I love you. Thank you for subscribing, commenting, and sharing The Kevin White Show. Visit kevinwhite.us for Kevin's blog, videos, books, and more. All geared toward helping you prosper in the presence of God. That's kevinwhite.us. Kevin's books are available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. Contact Spirit Media for all your publishing and marketing needs at spiritmedia.us. Spirit Media.
taking the message of God through the people of God to the nations. Visit spiritmedia.us today. Join the generosity movement at SM Gives, a federally recognized 501c free organization. All gifts, tax deductible. 100% of every gift used to share the good news of Jesus in all 195 nations around the world. This has been The Kevin White Show. Find the complete archive of all episodes at kevinwhite.us or subscribe for free through your favorite podcast player and never miss an episode. This program copyright, Kevin White International, all rights reserved. We will see you back here every Tuesday on The Kevin White Show with another powerful message of encouragement, strength, and comfort from God.